2: Hey, welcome to Talking Tofu. I'm David Streepy alongside my co host Becky Streepy. And this week on the show, what?
3: Your NPR voice. I'm listening to it. Welcome to Talking Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacking. I'm Becky Streepy.
2: I'm David Streepy. I had a sip of water in my mouth. Oh. <laughs> Continue.
3: This week on the show, we're talking about The Impossible King, dinner at La Samia, and trying tree-line, dairy-free, blueberry, goat cheese.
2: Woo! whoo! It wasn't just water either. It was a Topo, baby. Yeah, it was. Topo Chico.
3: Mm. I love it. Maybe it was a ranch
2: water. Topo Chico ranch water.
3: What's that? Is that hard cider? Yeah. Seltzer? Seltzer.
2: It's a hard Topo Chico. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what it tastes like. I've never had one.
3: When they came out with hard Topo Chico's, I thought it was just like a bunch of new fun flavors. Yeah. And then I was so disappointed.
2: Yeah, and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't tried. Well, that's that's not true. Because I did try that one at my aunt and uncle's house. You, it was a White Claw. It was a, a White Claw that I tried. What was But outside of that, mm-hmm. I have not tried any of the alcoholic seltzers. Everybody's. Always like recommending them and raving about them and be like, this is the move. And I can't get Zima out of my head.
3: I mean, that's what it is, right?
2: No. it's no. That's like saying that what like Zima in the 90s. Mm-hmm. What if they kept working on that?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: That's this. Yeah, that's this. I
3: think you're right. So it's not like the 2.0 version.
2: Right. That's like saying that beer now is like, amberbach back then the, the Michelob <laughs> one or like ice house ice house you remember uh ice house was the big the the big high school for me at least that was the high school that was the beer that was at the high school parties
3: yeah i'm Everybody gonna got ice house. confess something to you what i was a huge nerd i didn't get invited to high school parties that's not true where there were was alcohol
2: you were practically brenda walsh from my understanding <laughs> of what your your high schoolhood was like
3: well i had i had a boyfriend who was in college exactly but they exactly. weren't at high school parties is my point in high school it was really no weird. they were like, college
2: parties yeah
3: they were college yes. parties but it was a really weird like nerd by day it was like a real like i was a total nerd at school not invited to any of the cool kid stuff and then i was going to college parties on the weekends so I, a really strange strange time i don't want to
2: i don't want to fully go there yeah we're already there yeah. I don't want to fully go there. Yeah. But a college guy having a high school girlfriend. Oh,
3: yes. Yeah, creepy. Is. We met when we were the both. The flag
2: doesn't get redder.
3: We met when we were both in high school. Oh, that's and then he.
2: <laughs> when he was teaching.
3: <laughs> yeah. He was my teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dave. That was you. Hey. <laughs> oh. We're
2: not here to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> you met while you were in high school. Did you date while you were in high school?
3: Yes, we dated. And you
2: continued after high school?
3: Correct. And he went to school 45 minutes away in Miami. And so it was easy to keep dating. What was the
2: grade difference?
3: Two. He was two years ahead of me. All right,
2: that's even different. So yeah, senior dating sophomore? Yes. The flag does not get redder here.
3: <laughs> It is a red flag. It was the first of many. I think I'm done talking about this.
2: I need, I'm not.
3: (laughs) Okay, continue.
2: No, we'll talk about it later. Okay. (laughs) Before bed. (laughs) God. Were there more scandalous relationships? (laughs) I think that there were.
3: Yeah, I think so, probably. What's the ratio?
2: Well, okay, but I did not have scandalous (laughs) relationships in college. I I had sensible relationships built out of mutual respect and a lot of apologizing. (laughs) But you. What's the ratio of scandalous relationships to not scandalous relationships?
3: (laughs) It's not great, Dave. (laughs)
2: Uh,
3: How are you, Dave? We've talked a lot about me. Let's talk about you. What do you want to know? How are you doing? I haven't seen you. It's been a busy day. It has.
2: Woke up at 10. Mm -hmm. You did? Yeah.
3: I love that. I love to hear that you got some good sleep.
2: I didn't get good sleep. I went to bed at three.
3: Oh, okay. Well, still more than usual. Great. Yeah. That's good. Your growth.
2: Not really. No, 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 but <laughs> it's the opposite of yes.
3: When it. I was going to bed at at like one, yeah. you were like, I'll be right there. And, yeah. then, and then I came in after I let the dogs out to set the alarm and mm-hmm. you had your headphones on.
2: Yeah. And I, was like, I wanted to listen to some music.
3: He's not going to be right behind me. And then you were not.
2: I was just wrapping it up.
3: For two hours? For
2: two hours. Mm -hmm. I was wrapping it up. Anyway, you see. Cora's on the move. So I got up at 10, played some Fortnite with our child. Child's playing Fortnite now. We're doing it split screen.
3: He's really good, y'all.
2: We're pretty good at it. We got first place our first match. He played by himself today, got fifth place.
3: That's really uh, good, out too. of 100.
2: Yeah. Okay, well.
3: I played Fortnite okay, one time. Okay, Publix.
2: I'm trying to explain. Oh,
3: to the listener. Yes. Oh, sorry. I thought you were trying to there's explain to me. There's 100
2: players at the beginning of a match, and the match goes until there's one player left, and that one player is the winner. So it's pretty good to get to five. Yeah.
3: That's anyway. amazing.
2: Anyway, nobody reached out to him on Xbox. I made him an Xbox account had to make him an xbox account i'm very nervous about this mm-hmm. but i think i i locked it down pretty tight anyway so i got up we played a, a fortnight match we did i we got third place not first place and then he played it and, uh, by himself and got fifth place while i made breakfast beyond steak tips just egg grits trader joe's uh, jalapeno crumbles and an english muffin pretty sweet good breakfast then we went to a play date that lasted a few hours. Then I went to the bottle store to look up a specific bourbon that I was looking for. And then we're doing this. And right after we do this, I'm going to go play d d for the night. You
3: are on the It's a busy day. While you and he were at that play date, I went full goblin mode and it was uh, great. What'd you do? I guess I didn't really. Wait, I did my best. What do you... I got on the couch... I binge watched Harlem. I don't think that's goblin mode. No, I guess not. I was going to, but then I just couldn't really do it.
2: What is goblin mode?
3: It's just when you get real gross and like...
2: No, I don't think it is. Look look it up. Because it's the word of the year last year. I think we call snack goblin being gross.
3: I didn't even snack goblin because I I had just eaten breakfast.
2: Snack goblin's not derivative of goblin mode. But maybe they unintentionally mean similar things.
3: Unkempt and hedonistic, without concern for one's self-image.
2: Okay, okay so yes, so you I did was, go Goblin. Mode. I
3: stayed in yeah. my pajamas. Okay, and I binge watched Harlem. And um, Harlem. Yeah. When
2: not that happen today? Wouldn't that harpin? No. Nope. were
3: harpen. Nope. <laughs> we you? Did you want to watch Harlem? No, it's I not just a comedy. Interested. Okay. What is?
2: It's not a comedy. I'm. I have dimensions.
3: Dave has a rule that I have to run all Hulu comedies I want to watch by him because he wants to watch so many of them with me. So before I embark on a solo journey with a show, some, I watched Fleischmann's In Trouble. If I may. Yes.
2: Some would call it a request. Yeah. Not a rule. It's a rule. Some would call it a request for respect.
3: Yeah. Some would. Some would. I mean. And some
2: would interpret that as a rule. <laughs> so.
3: Yeah. Potato, potato. Anyway, I so I watched, I binge watched Harlem. It is like a, um, it's a kind of drama comedy. They're, oh. they're like 45 minutes, but they're funny. Uh, oh,
2: so but it's, it's, it's on a drama Prime. What? Hold on.
3: It's a dramedy on Prime a Video. Drama,
2: what's a dramedy?
3: And there's two seasons out right now and it's just about like a group of women who live in Harlem and like what's going on with them. And uh, it's really good. And every episode seems to end on a cliffhanger. And so it's really easy to just keep watching and then be like, oh my gosh, I've watched five episodes of this Mm. show this morning, sitting on the couch in my pajamas.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: That's what I did. It's funny
2: because then I was coming back and was telling you that I was going to drop our child off so that I could go run this errand to the bottle shop because I don't want to take a kid to a bottle shop. And you said, I have to go to the store. And I was like, oh, she's been so busy. She hadn't had a chance to get to the store yet. No, but no. I also <laughs> stopped at a local coffee shop today that I'd been anxious to go and try out. It's called Perk P-E-R-C. And I had one of the best pour overs that I've had in a long, 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 long time. I had it at 4 p.m. So I'm kind of in trouble.
3: Yeah. see you at
2: I'm too old five in it's, the morning. No, it's not even a staying up thing, it's a stomachache thing for me. Oh. It's just gonna give me a stomachache later. So sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have some La Calavera pizza, Dungeons and Dragons, and I'm gonna soak up all that, that acid. Perfect. With greasy pizza.
3: With sourdough.
2: And and delicious sourdough. Mm. What? Nothing. Okay.
3: I was trying not to interrupt.
2: Okay. Are you telling me not to interrupt? No.
3: I'm saying I have nothing to add. I was going to let you continue on.
2: Okay. So tomorrow, I'm going to go see a movie. I'm going to go see Knock at the Cabin. Knock at the Cabin. The M. Night Shyamalan movie. The latest. The latest. So, like... Hold on.
3: I have a question about M. Night Shyamalan.
2: Hold on. Lights. Camera. Action! It's Talking Toe Views! All right, welcome to Talking Toe Views. Uh, this is a segment of the podcast where we talk about the media that we consume. Mm-hmm. And to answer your question, it should have been saved for Talking Toe Views, but you decided to go into it. And I felt like I'm getting a little bit tired of trying to put all of the socks <laughs> in the drawer, in the right drawer. Sorry. You know?
3: Yeah, you're, you're right. When so, you're right,
2: you're right. But I can. I can model the behavior that I'd like to see on the podcast. I can model the organization that I'd like to see on the podcast. Yeah, you're right. And maybe that'll help. Not Train you is not the right word, but <laughs> <laughs> condition the behavior. No, that's not the right word either. <laughs> Coerce? No, no, that's not. Make you, no, that's not. Force? Um, demonstrate the value of organization mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as as an an aspiration. Right. You know? Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I'm going to go see Knock at the Cabin tomorrow. As I said earlier, I'm formally putting it in here now. Just, You know, I was going to say something and then I started the segment. I saved it and then started the segment so that I could say it. And while I was doing that, you were like, I've got a question about... And there's time for that. Okay. It's a big segment. It's not timed.
3: Okay, go. It can
2: be as big as we want it to be. Think about M. Night Shyamalan movies. Everybody seems to hate them. They do? All the time. They always seem to hate that they're disappointing when they come out. And then five years later, everybody's like, oh, yeah, the village was great. Oh, yeah, science was great. Oh, yeah, lady in the water was great. And it's like, you people hated these things when they came out. All you did was complain about these things. I don't understand it. Am I, I might be just, cherry picking like i hear people complaining more than i hear people praising like my ear hears it my ear picks it up and remembers it you know maybe that's just me filtering it but i don't feel like anybody ever comes out of an m night Shyamalan movie with a good review of it and then there's old which is just delightfully stupid it's just a delightfully stupid movie
3: that was an m night Shyamalan movie okay
2: it's so stupid (laughs) <laughs> it's so stupid but like how it's long fun. ago did it come out like a year ago two years so ago So
3: in four years you're gonna love it
2: i think so i think people love it now <laughs> i think people are like from the mind that brought us old is now this oh god but anyway i like it. i think they're fun what ifs okay and i it's kind of like lost for me like i'll defend lost until the day i die because it wasn't about the bad ending. No. I had so much fun for six years watching that show. You know what I mean?
3: It was about the journey.
2: I guess. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was about the journey. Yeah. Were you being sarcastic?
3: No, I'm with you. That's what Lost was about. If you were waiting for everything to get wrapped up at the end, you were waiting to be disappointed. Well, hold
2: on. They should have wrapped everything up at the end. Oh, well,
3: yeah. But there That's, was. I'm,
2: let's not let them off the hook.
3: Oh, yeah. But there was no way. And as the end approached, it became really clear that that was never happening.
2: It's kind of like the Hulk roller coaster, where it deserves to have a more satisfying end than it does, given how fun the first part and the middle part of the roller coaster are.
3: How dare you badmouth the Hulk?
2: You can't ride the Hulk anymore, so you don't even know. You have rose colored memories of the Hulk.
3: I do. I miss it.
2: Because you get vertigo
3: terrible
2: yeah we're working on that though
3: yeah we are we're working in, on that in progress
2: yeah anyway that's my gripe about M. Night Shyamalan is that is it he's just doing his thing and we're being inconsistent with how we re- react to it okay but maybe I'm wrong about that either way I'm gonna go see it tomorrow because I don't want to get spoiled about it yeah and that's the other thing everybody spoils this shit
3: internet's gonna spoil
2: yeah you had a question I'd like to to give the floor to you, to ask your question about M Night.
3: I guess you kind of answered my question. I guess when that first movie with Bruce Willis came out, when The Sixth Sense came out, M Night Shyamalan was like pretty groundbreaking. People loved him, Mm -hmm. and I was wondering what. His reputation is like now in the world of horror. And it seems like that was kind of the whole segment was you answering that question. So don't worry
2: about it. But no, I wouldn't take what I think as any indication of what the industry or the audience, you know, what the general perception is of him. He did that servant show on Apple TV. And I really, I watched the first episode and I really liked it. I'm going to keep watching it. It's creepy. It's scary. It's like unsettling. It's got ron weasley in it i'm in oh i'm in full marks no notes sweet so far i'm one episode in it's on like three seasons (laughs) um but i agree i think sixth sense is kind of universally praised and i think still is universally praised yeah i think people have had problems with every other movie he's made
3: yeah do you think it's like the bar was so high there was just no way to clear it again
2: but i don't know like I think he does a specific thing that is kind of his brand. Mm -hmm. Like every movie of his has a twist, you know? So you're going into the concept, trying to break it and trying to figure out what that twist is going to be, you Mm -hmm. know? So it's more, I feel like that's different than the nightmare on Elm street franchise where you can judge one or the other by compare them all to each other. Um, and kind of pick and choose like what your favorite what you think a perfect Freddy movie should be and how well this measured up to that, you know what I mean? Uh so I don't know. What was your question? I don't know. What was your question that you just asked like thirty seconds ago?
3: I guess like how he's regarded as like a director in general.
2: I think his he he gets butts and seeds. Yeah. The movie when the when his movies come out, they're big deals, at least. Yeah. their headlines. He's getting Apple TV series. They go out of their way to tell you it's an M. Night Shyamalan project. So he's
3: and doing that. And so they right. probably wouldn't
2: be doing that if there wasn't a general...
3: Like positive. Yeah.
2: You anyway, know, anything else about Harlem?
3: Uh, It's a cute show. It's a cute show and I like it. Yeah? It's all about women being empowered. It's specifically about black women being empowered, but there's like a feminism that you can just generally bask in too. Hmm. It's really nice. It's a nice show.
2: Lights. Camera. Action. It's talking to you. Was. Was. Hey, um you want to
3: talk some takeout?
2: I don't have anything to say about this takeout because I didn't go and I'm, I'm I tra- struggling with why this is on
3: You tri- I tried to talk about it and you were like, "We'll do it in another one and you'll just tell me about it." I thought we'd go. Oh, well, we're going to talk about Somebody it
2: just t- texted me today and said uh, hey, we should go to this restaurant. We should. They want to do a double date.
3: <gasps> we, should. Mm-hmm. we should. We should. We'll talk about it another time again. What? No. Okay. This
2: is it. Talk about it now. Whoa. Okay. So- come on, come on, come on, come on, come on now. Take out, baby. Can't you see that? I don't even remember the words. What were the words? That. And why don't you tell me what you ate? Why don't you. No, that is what I said. It
3: is what you said? Okay, okay. We're, you're great. Keep going. You're doing great. Why don't you tell me?
2: What was that takeout that you waved? Go.
3: So, a few weeks ago, a friend of the show and I, Lisa Lucy, and I went to La Samia, this is the brick-and-mortar location. It's opened by the couple, by the um, the duo. I don't know if they're a couple that uh, <laughs> that did the Happy Seed pop-up, which was a vegan pop-up restaurant. They would do it all over town.
2: Do you want them to be a couple? You setting them up?
3: No skin in this game.
2: Sometimes I'd make the dogs marry each other. Oh, Kind of like that?
3: Yeah. yeah. No, it's not. Uh, actually, I don't know that it was all over town. I think it was just at one restaurant, but they were doing these periodic... Happy Seed pop-ups that were really good. And they have opened their own restaurant. It's in Reynolds Town. Mm-hmm. La Samia means the seed. Oh. I know. It's nice.
2: It's right next to In Vegan, right?
3: It's right next to yeah. In Vegan in Reynolds Town. Yeah. Across from the AMC movie it's theater. Where I'll, Dave... where I'll be
2: seeing Knock at the Cabin tomorrow. Yes. Yes.
3: <laughs> and... um it's wonderful if you want to go i recommend making a reservation mm. because they uh have been very well received and at w- the time that lee and i went we went at 5 p.m and old lady time old lady time to yeah. eat but we have children and that's what we had to do well
2: and also i had plans
3: and you had plans and I um, liked it so
2: much you stayed late i know yeah
3: um so at 5 p.m., she was like, I'll make a reservation. And at the time, I was like, I don't think we're going to need a reservation. But, but, you know, can't hurt. Okay. So I didn't say anything about it to her because why would I? There was no point.
0: You and think she's
2: going to hear it now?
3: She is going to hear it now. But she knows that she's I was like. too busy to listen to this. <laughs> no, Lee's a listener. Hi, hmm. Lee. Um, yeah. So anyway, we got there. And it was packed. And anyone without a reservation at five PM even was being turned away. Whoa. So Make a reservation. It is they're slammed all the time. Because, Good for them. Yeah, because their food is incredible. Is why. So Lee and I uh, had a discussion about how overwhelmed we were by their menu. The menu is incredible. It's all like Latin American food, and uh, we wanted everything, but you know you can't have everything. But what you can do is decide to share everything. Oh. And so we ordered just a ton of food to share. And I was stuffed at the end, but like so happy. Yeah. So, so happy. So I'm going to just go through what we got in the order that it arrived at the table because I think that's the order that I wrote it down in. Okay. So we started out with the heirloom beans with charred lemon. Lee's point about this dish was that it looked very simple, but like something that they would just knock out of the park. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was right. They were savory. The charred lemon, when you it came with like half of a charred lemon just sitting in the bowl. And when you squeeze it over the beans, it gave them this really like zesty, smoky flavor. And they were incredible on their own. And then, um, oh, you know what? They came out after, we also got the queso dip. So we had chips and queso on the table. The queso was wonderful and creamy. I need to know how they did it. Lee guessed cashew, but I don't know. It was hmm. great queso. Yeah, and um, Lee made nachos on her plate with the chips and beans and queso, which was a great idea, and they were great that way as well. I was like double dipping beans and and cheese. So for our that was like kind of our starters. For our entrees, we split the moho the mojo cauliflower, which was the standout for me. What's mojo? Mojo is like a very savory dark brown, thick sauce. It's got chocolate in it.
2: Is that mole? How's that different from mole?
3: Oh, it is mole sauce. No, moho cauliflower was the name of the dish, but it was mole sauce. Okay. Sorry. My brain is broken. So why is it
2: called moho? No
3: idea. Oh, okay. So it was a slab of cauliflower. Like they cut the cauliflower into big, like one inch slabs mm-hmm. and uh, roasted them until the tops got all crispy and then the bottom was all tender. Okay. And then it was just slathered in this like sweet spicy savory mole sauce and it was so good it seemed like it was gonna i love cauliflower and i get it every chance that i can but uh this in particular
0: yeah wow yeah
3: yeah i think you would even like it Hmm. hater of cauliflower
2: i don't i liked the bang bang cauliflower that we got at that terrible place oh
3: yeah yeah so that's right it's all about the sauce for you leave
2: me alone is my point
3: so, the other entree we got was the carne asada tacos. So, these were vegan steak tacos, uh, corn tortillas, and they came with chimichurri sauce on mm. them. And these were incredible, too. I would get them again for sure. Yeah. Juicy, flavorful, mm. tender. Do it. Uh, and then there are two desserts on the menu. Okay. It's hard to choose. You
2: didn't you didn't have to choose. There's two of you.
3: Yes, but we decided to just get one dessert. <laughs> we were pretty full, but we were like, I mean, we have to get a dessert. So there's a pumpkin fritter that we decided to skip in favor of the plantain banana split. Mm. So these were caramelized plantains with vanilla ice cream and then there was this big cinnamon sugar cookie on top. Mm-hmm. And what you're supposed to do is you use your spoon mm-hmm. to like break the cookie into pieces. You like, what is this motion? You're stabbing it. Mm-hmm. You're crushing it. Yep. And then uh, you enjoy it. And it came with chocolate caramel sauce too. And it was such a good dessert. Wow.
0: It
3: was so good. Yeah. I can't wait to go back and eat that split again. Yeah. I love a plantain. Yeah. Gosh, I love a plantain. Um, yeah. So what I would like to say about La Samilla yeah. It is gorgeous inside. Ooh. The food is incredible. Yeah. It is a perfect vegan date night spot.
2: Ooh!
3: Um, also, the menu includes cocktails. They have an extensive cocktail menu, but also it includes a bunch of mocktails. And we got a couple of their mocktails. Mm. I got a non-alcoholic Negroni.
2: Ooh! Which the... Spagliato with <laughs> Prosecco?
3: Was <laughs> not Spagliato. And okay. <laughs> uh, just regular. Okay. Um, which regliato? The, regliato. And the server told me that they were legit. I was like, I'd Ooh. never know. I've never had a Negroni. Yeah. But uh, I want to go back and get it and have you try it and tell me.
2: Okay. I'm, I'm not a good authority on Negronis just because I'm still acclimating to Campari, which is the bitter yeah. liqueur that goes into it. Um, too bitter. Too bitter for me. Yeah. It's like smile. Too scary for me. Mm-hmm. Campari, too bitter for me. Gotcha. Yeah, I can feel but, that. But I mean,
3: I'm getting there. And then the other one, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a grapefruit drink, and it was Paloma delightful. I think it was maybe supposed to be Paloma esque, but they didn't mm. call it that. Paloma Jason. Uh, it just had like a like a fun name.
2: Paloma Jason.
3: Paloma Jason. That was the name of it. Paloma Jason.
2: Like adjacent to Paloma. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay.
3: That was it. Just and it was
2: i don't know if you want oh
3: i oh, just that's the title of app
2: i just yeah paloma jason yeah
3: when you're right you're right
2: yeah
3: on a scale of one to ten validated parking tickets oh because they will validate your parking which is yeah? good because that deck's expensive if yeah. it's not anyway park in the deck they validate and on a scale of one to ten validated parking tickets ten flawless
2: and they'll validate even if you're parked there for 30 to 45 minutes longer than you intended to
3: yeah yeah like they
2: don't even look at that
3: no they didn't text you to ask
2: no i mean they wouldn't text me no but you'd think they'd validate the two hours and then maybe prorate the extra amount of time that you were there
3: so what dave is referring to (laughs) is that he had plans at seven and we got our check at seven Yeah, And so Dave was late to his plans because our dinner ran long because we were having so much fun chit-chatting and eating incredible food that I lost track of time. So on a scale of 1 to 10, letting down your husband because you were having so much fun and lost track of times, also 10.
2: Yeah? Yeah. Wow. I know.
3: (laughs) But maybe we should go there uh, on a double date with whoever texted you. Just whoever. That's private. Okay.
2: Yeah. You'll know when we show up at the date. Okay. Who it is.
3: Great. Well.
2: And it might just be a certain boyfriend from college. Oh, no! <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, it might
2: just be Randy Spinkter.
3: Yeah. Good old Randy Spinkter. Randy our Spinks.
2: Sphinx is what we called him back yeah. in high school.
3: Yeah. When, when I was a sophomore. <laughs> Mr. Spinks. Mr. Spinks, we called him. <laughs>
2: Oh, boy. Mm. Great, great. That sounds like a great restaurant.
3: I can't wait to go there with you.
0: This is Talkin' Toe News.
2: All right. Hey, welcome to Talkin' Toe News. This is a segment of the podcast where I pluck a headline from the world of vegan news and present it for discussion. And, uh, you know, speaking of editorial, I'm the chief editor of Talking Toe News, and I pretty much pick all the stories. One time you tried to suggest one, and I said, that's the editor's job. Yeah. Um,
3: Really put me in my place. Well,
2: I I, I will be clear, I accept submissions from listeners. Just not you. Yeah. Right. Because this this is my sandbox. But he's taking a picture of the dog, so I'm just going to continue.
3: Yeah. Okay. I can hear you while, you while I take a picture of the dog.
2: Famously, <laughs> cannot do more than one thing at a time. Agree. Disagree. Agree. When you are on your phone yeah. during a TV show, mm-hmm. you you do so because you think that you can keep track and pay attention to like. Keep keep track and do whatever you're doing on your phone. Mm -hmm. You cannot. No. Every time. Every time you miss what has happened on the TV.
3: Yeah, I usually do.
2: Yeah. So you'll forgive me if I have to wait until the picture is done Mm -hmm. to be able to continue. This week's headline, vegconomist.com. February sixth, twenty twenty three. Written by no no author cited.
3: Hmm. Hmm. Is veg economist just one person? Maybe. I'll look up there.
2: name while you're Well, doing. I need you to listen to this headline because as I just said, <laughs> you're not going to hear me because you're on your phone. Okay. Is the phone down? <laughs> I just want to clarify that I'm waiting for the phone to be put <laughs> I down. I know listening. you are. That's what this pause is.
3: No, vegconomist is a bunch of people. Okay. Okay. Go on.
2: Okay. You're hiding the phone now.
3: Oh, it's just sitting here. So it doesn't vibrate. On Do I need t-
2: a basket? Oh my God. A phone basket. The headline is little announces new strategy, expanding, expanding, expanding plant-based and reducing animal products. I February 6th, 2023.
3: That's amazing.
2: Yes. The German discount supermarket chain Little has revealed plans to pursue a more sustainable business strategy to 2025, with a focus on reducing the number of animal-based products in its offering and increasing its range of vegetable proteins. At Green Week, Germany's largest agricultural trade show, Christoph Graf, chief buyer for the $100 turnover retail giant, told the trade magazine, not going to try it, that he wants (laughs) to replace more animal proteins with plant-based alternatives. Subheadline: is no alternative. According to Graf, there is no alternative to this step as that as a human species, we must live within the boundaries of the planet and that this can only be achieved with fewer animal products. He says a change is, quote, without alternative because there is no second planet. I would argue that it's also important to treat the current planet well, regardless of whether there was a second planet or not. Mm-hmm. The existence of a second planet would not justify the destruction of the first. No. Anyway. Furthermore, Graph sees the addition of more extensive plant-based offering as a competitive advantage to attract a younger target group to little, young people, like us. Yeah. Details on the transformation to a more plant-based assortment are to be announced after an analysis. Change in global nutrition is fundamental, and Little sees itself not only as having a duty to this end, but also the entire retail sector. Little's aim is to inspire customers with various campaigns and activities with a motivational rather than prescriptive approach. We need a more conscious diet all over the world to feed ourselves within our planetary limits, he stated. What do you think?
3: I'm excited about it. I, people keep talking up little to me, but then when I kind of press about what's great, a lot of the things that they mention is that they have a great bakery section. And okay. then I'm like, well, but then I, how much of that stuff is vegan though?
0: No, no.
2: I just want to clarify, you're definitely talking about little.
3: And not Aldi. Not Aldi. I do mix them up because they two of them opened up
2: four letter words.
3: Very close to each other. And I kinda lot of, of th-
2: overlap in letters. Really only one letter difference.
3: Yeah, except we've had Aldi for a long time. Yeah. I thought it was little, but maybe I'm wrong.
2: I went to the little near us for the first time about a month ago. I don't remember seeing a bakery. But maybe Littles have a bakery and this one doesn't. Maybe. My point is we gotta do a little episode. I told you this when I was at Little. Yeah, we do. Because I got I got a lot of thoughts already. And I'm ready to go back and take a more prescriptive approach to, to get some better thoughts. And I'd I'd bring you with me if you wanted to come. I'd love it. Okay. It'll be fun. Yeah.
3: Much less stressful than a Bucky's episode. <sighs> I'm assuming.
2: Hopefully more popular, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: anyway, if they do have a great bakery section, I hope that this plant-based approach also includes cupcakes that uh, I can mm, have.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite thing at a bakery?
3: At a bakery? Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, I used to love those lattice cookies. Yeah. Those like, they're like crispy, crunchy. Yeah. Chocolatey cookies. Okay. Oh, those are my fave. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. This is talking toe news. All right, uh, hey, that was talking toe news. Had to make sure I had my segment straight, uh, and we're gonna take a break. Go to some ads. We haven't been getting mid-roll ads lately. I got a and mid-roll we'll...
3: ad this Friday.
2: Oh, I didn't listen. Uh, and we'll be right back after this.
3: This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which
0: So start looking in the right place with LinkedIn. You can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices.
2: hey welcome back to talking tofu what you looked so annoyed when i did that what i did yeah you like closed your eyes and did a silent sigh and leaned back
3: <laughs> no i'm just tired hey
2: welcome back to talking tofu where we're both expressedly tired but we still do this
3: every week I yeah have, except for last week when i was sick two weeks ago
2: two yeah. weeks ago when you were sick yeah yeah uh the podcast about vegan snacking we're back And now it's time to talk about something new that we ate. Mm -hmm. This one, uh, lost what I was going to say about it.
3: Okay. Do you want me to? So a few (laughs) weeks ago, we were at a school event for our kid on a Saturday. He was participating in a reading event. It was really cool. Uh, Far away. Far from our home. Far away. 20 minutes from our home. Yeah. But far enough away. It ain't on a Saturday started at 8 a.m. on a Saturday, ended at like one thirty p.m. Yeah. Can you even? Yeah. Uh, did not, we did not plan to stay, but the, Teacher seemed like she needed a little more support. So we stuck around to like help carry stuff around and stuff.
2: To be clear, I wanted to stay. I did not think it was allowed. It was permitted to stay.
3: Oh, I knew that we weren't allowed to watch. But yeah, we did find out when we got there that we were like allowed to be in the building. We just couldn't be in like the rooms where the kids were competing.
2: Yeah, it was fun. I made a friend.
3: Yeah, we stuck around. We made some friends, had some laughs, got very hungry.
2: Got real hungry.
3: And so Dave made a second friend with the security guard yeah, who gave him some hot tips I'm
2: always making friends
3: you are you're such I'm, an outgoing I'm a friendly I'm man of the people
2: dude. though like yeah. I go around I just rub elbows mm-hmm. try to get in everybody's shit a little bit you know yeah, just a little bit just like a just a little like finger streak of it oh god of everybody's you know yeah so yeah I was I, I was talking <laughs> with a security guard and they mentioned that they wanted to get some real food and I said, yeah, where is the real food around here? And they told me where I could go to get a whole bunch of chains. And they went through the list of chains to politely listened until they got to one that had vegan options. And they said Burger King. And I was like, we're going to go get Impossible Whoppers at 10 a.m. on a Saturday. Let's, let's go do this. So we did. We went. And got them and brought them back and ate them outside. But we didn't get Impossible Whoppers. We got the new menu item Mm -hmm. on the BK menu, the Impossible King. Yeah. Now, Becky, what makes the Impossible King different from the Impossible Whopper?
3: So the Impossible Whopper has mayo. Yeah. The Impossible King has mustard. Right. The Impossible Whopper has lettuce, tomato, onion. Yep. The Impossible King has pickles, onion, and that's it. Right? It's just a burger, pickles, onion.
2: There's one big ingredient missing. What is it? Cheese.
3: Oh, yeah. There's cheese that you have to omit. That's why I wasn't thinking about it. So when
2: you get the Impossible Whopper, if you want it vegan, you got to do Impossible Whopper, no mayo. If you want the Impossible King, what you got to do is Impossible King, no cheese. Yeah. Pretty easy either way. Yeah. And they're ready to do it. Yeah. That's all possibly more so with the Whopper because that's the whole point of the Whopper is like the Whopper your way. So you're supposed to make subs, mm-hmm. you know? Impossible King, I feel like it's a little bit more of a, but not much.
3: I'm sure no cheese is an or thing they're used to just yeah. in general.
2: Yep. So we got it. We did. It was cool to see two options.
3: Yeah. At a fast food restaurant. Yeah. That's wild.
2: Yeah. What'd you think of it? Oh, I got medium fries too. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. I
3: thought, honestly, it was fine. Wow.
2: Cool story. (laughs)
3: Here's what I think. I would like them to take these two burgers and combine them. I felt like I would have liked the, like, fresh crispness of some lettuce and tomato in there. Mm -hmm. And I would have liked also the sweetness of some ketchup. Because the Impossible Whopper also has ketchup, doesn't Mm -hmm. it? Yes. Yeah.
2: And BK's ketchup is very sweet.
3: I think a ketchup and mustard, lettuce, tomato, onion, pickle, that would have been Mm. a better burger. I almost think what I'd rather do next time is do... Whopper add mustard? Impossible Whopper add mustard. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe like extra pickles because there's a ton of pickles on that Impossible King, which was really fun. Mm -hmm. I like a pickle. Yeah. It was good. I was very hungry. It hit the spot. Yeah. It did the job. I just kind of felt like... It didn't feel that different from the impossible whopper. It just felt like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Mm. It just didn't feel that different. It felt like I could get there with an impossible whopper to this sandwich very easily. Yeah. Did I need it to be a whole separate menu item? Yeah. It didn't feel like anything new and groundbreaking in my mouth. It was fine. It was fine. It was fun to see two menu I- items though. What did you think? <laughs> so, no, it truly did feel fun. You laugh, but I I I mean it.
2: So I think that functionally there's two different purposes here okay the impossible king is if you're just ordering a burger at the drive-thru this is like the difference between the quarter pounder and the hamburger at mcdonald's Mm. like but i would argue that this is their quarter pounder like this is just a standard burger standard issue burger that is kind of no frills you know These menu items, like a burger exists on BK's menu. And it's not the Whopper. So you're getting that. Why you would want that, that's a different story. Yeah. Maybe some people do. Mm -hmm. You know? I feel like, why would I go to Burger King and not order a Whopper? I agree. It's cool that there are these other... Layers that there are these other tiers of their offering, and I hope that they expand it. I hope to hell they do a chicken sandwich at some point.
3: Oh, my God. I
2: hope they replace that long boy chicken sandwich with a plant-based chicken patty. And I will be there day one, day two. I'll be there every day for that. And then I'll get a heart attack and die, and you <laughs> will be present for the lawyer reading my will to our son. <laughs> Uh, the only thing I can think of is if there's a difference in price. And I think that that's the justification for why you wouldn't order a Whopper, a meat Whopper, is you want to have a cheaper receipt for your meal. Right, yeah. So you get just the burger instead. You're ticking the box. I feel like with the vegan tax, though, that might not be true with um, with the Impossible Patty. I'm doing it right now to see. Yeah. I'm going to order, start your order. Burgers.
1: Wow.
2: Wow. Yes. Wow. Go on. Wow. Okay. Single Impossible King. 7.49. Impossible Whopper. Guess.
3: Isn't it like $6? 6.99 the impossible king costs more yes it feels like a lower tier sandwich to me yeah y'all don't don't do it just it's get, not the, worth it. get the whopper and change it's it. not
2: worth it no why is somebody doing this why would why would you pay more to get less i am outraged <laughs> so they make a triple whopper oh my god the triple whopper is 779 meat right the impossible whopper is 699 <laughs> yeah yeah there's your problem, everybody. There's your problem. Yeah. Hamburger, $1.39. <laughs> huh. 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 I don't know what the... I don't know what the king is. I sincerely like this Looked like I've changed my entire perspective on this. This is a failure yeah. of a menu item.
3: I agree. It didn't feel like a premium sandwich.
2: Yeah. It couldn't be further away from a premium sandwich.
3: Yeah.
2: It's like calling a basement the penthouse.
3: Get it together, Burger King. Yeah. This is the java chip Oreos of your menu. The what? Those java chip Oreos that you hated that tasted like a basement. It's a basement. Basement cookies.
2: Is it just because I said basement? Yeah. Okay. Reminded you of that? (laughs) That
3: was bad. That was a bad road. I regret going down it.
2: No, you're good. You're good. You're good at this. Thank you. We're both very good at this. Oh, gosh. Absolute pros. Just getting better every week.
3: Mm -hmm. Not just crumbling. Just
2: years well spent. Yeah. Honing our craft. (laughs) Fun hobby that uh, will always be just a certain level of dull. Like, not dull boring. It is that. But I meant like the sharp tool, (laughs) like the sharpness. It's just a dull tool. I
3: thought our banter was witty and cutting. Do you? No. I think... (laughs) Do you think that? <laughs> I like talking to you. I like talking to you. Oh, see, then we're doing great. Well Dave, we're
2: recording it and sharing it with others is that's the that's the leap we make.
3: On a scale of one to ten premium yeah. sandwiches, yeah. what would you give The Impossible King?
2: <laughs> on now? Yeah. After all, looking at the price? Now that you have all the information. Three. Still a still a burger.
3: Yeah, I guess.
2: Still a burger. Glad I tried it. But this thing, this is like tab clear. It feels like it's set up to fail.
3: Yeah. It really does. Yeah. I'm zero. Why would you get it with the Whopper right there?
2: Because you like mustard.
3: You can add mustard. That's the whole thing. I've dropped my phone. I'm so upset.
2: If I, if I could present a counter, you always could have added mustard and you have never mentioned it until... You had the Impossible King.
3: <laughs> All right, you get one. So the
2: Impossible King inspired you to add mustard to an Impossible Whopper, and that's not valueless.
3: All right, I'll give it a one. Update the wiki.
2: Get get it together, BK, and focus on the Long Boy chicken sandwich with an apostrophe.
3: Yeah, we have enough burgers. What's next? Dave, I'm going to go get us some goat cheese. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Cora thinks we're done. All right. So we have returned from the kitchen where we have retrieved the package of tree line blueberry goat cheese that I brought back from Orlando. Orlando, Florida. Yeah. We bought it at a Sprouts in Orlando. So I'm just going to spread some on a Trisket here and then pass you the whole... It's stinky. It's stinky like goat cheese. I can smell it from here.
2: All right. First impressions. I didn't sweet. put enough on my cracker. Well, it's very blueberry. Sweet. I know. Thanks. Thanks. Um, it's very blueberry-y is, is where I was headed. So thanks for getting there. Um, But that sweetness mellowed out and cheese flavor kind of pushed through and it ended up as a very balanced experience.
3: Yeah, this has a texture just like the other spreadable tree line cheeses. If you're familiar with this brand of cheese, it is a nut based vegan cheese. It does not contain coconut oil, which is so hard to find in vegan cheese now. Like mm. all vegan cheeses have coconut oil in them. The texture is very similar. It has a little bit of that flavor, too, that TreeLine does yep. have. I think the base is pretty similar. Um, but it has that funky goat milk cheese this, like, in the back of your throat. And it is blueberry. I'm going to eat another one with this more is
2: This is a fun, fancy cheese. Mm-hmm. This should be on a spread with a four or five different options on a charcuterie board.
3: Grapes. Yep. Dried apricots. This is
2: very fun. I would woo somebody by taking them on a picnic and having this cheese and crackers and a bottle of wine in the picnic basket.
3: Yeah, this I cheese... I would woo
2: somebody. I would, I, would, I would get there every time. You would. Yeah. If
3: it were me, you would. Yeah. This cheese is great. I can't stop. I want to eat more of it. I'm mm-hmm. going to after this. This cheese is great. I hope we can find it in Atlanta.
2: Yeah, I'm um, sure we can.
3: So Treeline has other... They have an original goat cheese... These are all dairy free, they're cashew based. Okay. They have a they have an original, they have a garlic and herb and a blueberry. And um I would like to eat them all. Same. So good. So good. I've been a fan of Tree Line cheeses in general for a while, but this is like next level. Yeah.
2: This is mm. the best this is the best part of the podcast so far. Yeah, it's been great. This record. I've enjoyed Probably it. the whole series, I don't know.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. We got a letter? Uh yes, we do. Jenny writes, two quick things. I also have a tiny brass band playing in my head, but more like <laughs> but more like a big band playing big band music on the daily. And num- thing number two, I love plants. More plant talk, please. That was directed at you, Dave. Oh, she, okay. You were talking about plant. You were saying I talk about roller skating all the time. You yeah. don't talk about plants all the time. Got it. And Jenny says, counterpoint, talk about plants more.
2: Okay. So not that... Don't displace the skating talk with plant talk.
3: No, she's saying Keep skating
2: mm-hmm. as is. Mm-hmm. Add plant.
3: Mm-hmm. She goes on to say... What
2: could be trimmed from this to make room for plants, though?
3: True. She goes on to say, also, I'm with you on the Philly cream cheese, and here's why. Mm. It's much firmer than most... Cr- she's with me, liking mm. it. Mm. She says it's much firmer than most vegan cream cheese. She is a baker. Can confirm. Uh, and... And so she can't wait to test it with her no-bake cheesecake dessert and her chocolate cream cheese frosting. And then we kind of chit-chatted about it a little bit more. And I was saying, yes, because most vegan cream cheeses melt if you apply any heat to them, like even spreading them on warm toast. And so she and I are aligned on liking that it's got structural integrity. (laughs) All
2: right. Well, two things here. Mm -hmm. One, you're making a simply ag argument for Philadelphia vegan cream cheese. What? That it might work as an ingredient, but doesn't work.
3: No, I liked as, it on as own. on its own too. I... But
2: this argument. Oh yeah. This argument.
3: This argument. Okay. Yes. Go on. Second thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Disagreeing with me like that is not how you get more plant talk on the podcast.
3: I <laughs> almost did a spit take.
2: Thanks for the letter, Jenny.
3: Yes. Great letter, Jenny. Thank you for writing. And what Jenny did was slide into my DMs on Instagram. That yeah. is Glue and Glitter hmm. on Instagram. Or right. she, she might have actually messaged the talk tofu Instagram, which oh. is Talk Tofu Pod oh, okay. on Instagram. Okay. I can't tell by looking at this screenshot I took of our of our conversation. Got
2: it. If anybody wants to write a letter. Yeah. I hope that you'll let them know that they can do so at talkingtofupod at com. That's talking without the G. It's true. Or you can slide in to the aforementioned DMs. Mm-hmm. Becky's, cannot stress that enough. Becky's DMs on Twitter or on Instagram. Mostly. She reads and yeah. responds to everyone.
3: It's true. Just ask Jenny. Just ask Jenny. Yeah.
2: You can also follow us at Talking Tofu on Twitter and Talking Tofu Pod on Instagram. And thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. And I'm Lion Leader on Twitter and Instagram, and Lion Leader was taken on TikTok.
3: And I'm Glue & Glitter on all social media. And you can find my recipes at GlueAndGlitter.com.
2: Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats.
3: Have a good night. This is Becky Streepy, signing off.
2: Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary. Not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.
1: Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans.